Welcome everyone, this is the Bread of Life, and I'm Joel Van Hoogen. I'm the director of the International Mission Church Partnership Evangelism. We have full-time missionaries stationed in North America, South America, Europe, and Asia, and we have ministry representatives carrying forward our commitment to equip and engage the body of Christ in evangelism, discipleship, and church planting in a number of countries around the globe. To learn more about our work and to inquire how you can help us raise up disciple-making disciples, go to traincpe.org. I'm also the Bible teacher at the Bread of Life Fellowship in Boise, Idaho. Our great pursuit in God's Word is to always find the road that leads to the Lord Jesus Christ, that exalts His gospel and finds in Him our complete sufficiency. You can learn more about our fellowship by going to breadoflifeboise.org. And now to God's Word. The believer has been made into a new man. The old man he was is dead and done away with. According to Romans chapter 6, the new man has come. He or she is spiritually completely new and redeemed before God. However, though the believer is a redeemed and born-again spirit, he lives in an unredeemed body still. And it is that body that betrays us. And it is in that body that sin still comes against us. A quick review of Romans 7 will make this clear. It's confusing. Because in verse 20, Paul then says, Now if I do what I will not do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Paul's not going out of his mind here. He's not confused. Paul is only pointing out that he is a new man and that sin is now expressing itself from the point of his flesh. It's not rising up from the new spirit that's in him. It's located in his flesh, and his spirit is not dwelling and living or abiding or in cooperation with that flesh. So look at verses 21 and 24. Just going on, this is just briefly overview. I'll have to look at this in more depth later, but he, he writes this. Then I find a law, and by the word law there, we have to think of it as an acting principle, an active expressive principle. I find a force, he might say. I find an impulse. I find a law that evil is present with me, the one who wants to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. That is, as a regenerate man, my spirit wants to please God and delight in obeying Him. But I see another law, force, in my members, my body, my flesh. I see another force or impulse or active principle warring against the law of my mind. And by the way, when you see the law of my mind there, he's not speaking about his brain functions. He's talking about the fact that as a new man, he's received the mind of Christ. He's speaking about the new man he is in Christ. I find a law, the law of my flesh is warring against the law or impulse of my mind. The impulse of the inner man who delights in the law of God. And it's bringing me in captivity to the impulses or forces or active principles of sin which is in my members. The law which is in my members. Paul says, oh wretched man that I am. Who will deliver me from this body of death? Speaking about his physical body again. Who will deliver me from this body of death? Paul is saying, this body, these members, this flesh is dragging me down. It's not going where I want to go. Sin has left his heart. It's relocated all its forces into his body. It's true for you as well. If you've given your life to Jesus Christ and you've believed in him and trusted him and you've been born again, sin has left your heart but it has, in a sense, relocated all of its forces into your body, into your members, into your flesh. So here's the third thing. This 
in a sense, reveals a new pathway for how sin is operating in the believer that is different than how it was operating in them before they were born again. A new pathway in which sin is manifesting itself. So I want you to listen to what the Lord Jesus says about the pathology or the pathway of sin that rises out of human beings and the unregenerate man. In Mark chapter 7, verses 21, Mark chapter 7, verse 21, the Lord Jesus says this, For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornication, murders. Matthew 5, 15, 18 says this, But these things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and defile a man. There's the pathway. There's the pathway of sin in the unregenerate man. It, it comes from the core of his being. It comes from the spirit of who he is. And it rises out of the spirit of the man and then it flourishes and it manifests itself on his mouth. It manifests itself in his physical being. But now listen what the Lord Jesus says comes out of the heart of the regenerate person. In John chapter 7, verse 38. He who believes in me as the scriptures has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Something completely different is drawn out of his spirit, out of the center of his core, of his being. A different stream is running through him and running in a completely different direction than what is running and coursing out of the unregenerate man. And Paul basically says the same thing in Romans 5, 5. There he says of the believer who has put his faith in Jesus Christ, that the love of God has been poured into his heart by the Holy Spirit. What happens when you have love poured into your heart? It pours out of your heart. That's the impulse. That's the desire. That's what rises from the truly born again person. These are important things to understand because they give a measure for you. If you say, oh, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, and you don't see this change taking place in your life, and you should, you'll see sin is still there and it's still present there, but you'll see something else. It's not at the core of who you are, what you want to be, or what you long for. It's not in rhythm with the ongoing cadence and song that rises from your heart. It's betraying the deep impulses that God by His Spirit has put in you. If not, then you're still living in the flesh. You're still riding in it because that's where the old man lives. It's not where the new man lives. It's not where the Spirit is. It's not in the flesh. Paul is one of these regenerate people. So out of his heart is flowing rivers of living water. But in his flesh, there's still this current moving towards sin. Now, here's how sin flows out of the unregenerate person. We read about it in Ephesians chapter 2 a couple of weeks ago. It is a current in which the spirit of this age is guiding them and leading them to become children of disobedience. It's an influence that's upon them that has them wed to sin in such a way that Sin claims their spirit, and so they're so tied to it that the Bible says in Ephesians 2, they are by nature children of God's wrath or God's judgment. From these fallen spirits and from their hearts, they then live in agreement with the passions of their flesh. They live by their sinful spirits in the flesh, residing in the flesh, composed in the flesh, and they live in a comfortable cooperation with their flesh. And it's their spirits that are, in a sense, coordinating all this, but they coordinate it from the low ground or the basement of their flesh. So Romans 7.5 puts it just this way. Listen to this. It says, For when we were 
in the flesh. That's a description of the unregenerate individual, the person before he's been made new by Jesus Christ. When we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members, bearing the fruit of death. When our spirits were just resting and residing in our sin-stained, sin-compromised bodies, they worked together to activate our members and the active expression of ourselves and passions that just brought about death. All of this living in the sin, in the flesh, is an expression of the old man settled into the passions and lower desires of the flesh, the body soaked with sin. But look here in Romans 7. And Paul says here in Romans 7 that this is not the way that sin flows in his own life. This is the interesting thing. Something's changed in Paul. He says, when we were in the flesh, what's Paul saying? I am not in the flesh. That doesn't mean that he's got rid of this challenge with sin, but he locates now the challenge of sin in his body. It's not in his flesh. So something has changed here. Because in the very next verse, verse 6, Paul says of the saved person that they live or they serve God in newness of the Spirit. Something new has changed. Their life is not operating with the old spirit resting in the flesh. They're not in the flesh. Now they're living, in a sense, from a transcendent place of being made new in the spirit. They don't live at the lower levels of repose in their own compromised sinful flesh. They live their lives from the high point of fellowship with the spirit of God. And, and sin still rises in us, but it doesn't rise from their inner being, from the inner man expressing their desires to the flesh. It rises, you might say, from the extremities of their flesh and sin. Paul is saying that his spirit is not in the flesh expressing itself. He is no longer that person of Romans 7.5 who is in the flesh. He's a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Paul says that sin is found in him, but now it's isolated in his flesh. It's not in his heart. It's not his desire. It's not his longing. It's not the inward impulse of his being. It's in his flesh. It's in his flesh but it's not in his spirit. We are not in the flesh. We do not live in the flesh as born-again believers. And Paul is making an important distinction. So he's saying, this is, in a sense, that is not me. That is not what I want to be in the inner man. That is just my flesh. It's just my body. It's just sin that's residing there. For the Christian, sin doesn't rise from our hearts because we have been given new hearts. It doesn't rise from our spiritual minds because we've been given the mind of Christ. It comes to us from the extremities of our being, not from the core of who we are. Now, you might want to correct me if you've read Romans 7 at all. You might say, wait, Joel, I see something here in verse 14. There, Paul says, I am carnal and sold under sin. But you might read it that way. The NIV actually puts it this way. I am unspiritual, sold under sin. Now, here's the problem. The word there is, I am of the flesh. That's what it says. I am of the flesh. It's sarks again. And Paul is not saying, I am in the flesh. He's saying, I am of the flesh, sold under sin. In other words, Paul is saying, not that I am in the flesh, but I'm still earthly. My regenerate spirit is still kept in this body that is fleshly. I'm a redeemed man in an unredeemed body, and this body is still under the law or the impulses and influence of sin. That's what Paul's saying. But now Paul says in verse 23 something. Go down to Romans 7 to verse 23. By the way, verse 23, Paul is going to say basically the exact same thing that he says in verse 14. Paul there says, I see another law or impulse in my flesh, in my members, 
that's warring against the law of my mind, the impulse of the new creation I am, bringing me into captivity or drawing me into the captivity of the law or impulse of sin, which is in my members. So Paul's saying actually the same thing that he's saying in verse 14 there. There's still something going on in my body that's not in cooperation with me. What do we say to all this? This is the... Paul is not making an excuse. Paul is not forming some weird way of looking at himself so he can excuse bad behavior in his life and so he can kind of make some kind of dichotomy between his spirit and his body and saying, well, that's where my body wants to go, but I'm still good because this is where my spirit is. And so don't hold me accountable. That's not what Paul is doing. Paul is basically just expressing a reality that because he has a spirit that has changed, because he has been born again and a regenerate man, for the first time in his life, he finds out that his spirit is completely opposed to his flesh. And they're not in cooperation with one another. This isn't a cozy excuse on Paul's mind or what Paul is saying. This is a description. Romans chapter 7 is a description of the real and vigorous and anguished filled battle against sin that the born-again man has with the sin that roils in his body and his flesh. When we came to Christ, our spirits left their cozy, compromised resting place in our sinful bodies, and our flesh and our spirits went to opposite corners, and a fight began. Paul says there's a fight going on between the new man I am in Christ and the body that I still occupy. Only a regenerate person could have written the words of Romans 7. May you never lose your regard for Christ and the primary importance of your individual delight in His fellowship. And may you share that delight with others. If you want to learn more about the ministries behind the Bread of Life radio program, go to traincpe.org or breadoflifeboise.org. Until the next time, may God bless you.